Thank you for listening to a Praise Chapel Kingman podcast. If you need any information about our church, or if you'd like to give online, please visit us at praisechapelkingman.com. Oh, they hear me. How y'all doing? Wednesday night? This is it. This is, this, this is the group that I like to call the, I can't wait for Sunday. I got to have some now. Yeah. Yeah, my tank starts running empty. I start thinking natural thoughts around Tuesday at about 5 o'clock. <laughs> so I got to get back into the spirit, right? Yeah. Let's pray. Father God, Lord, we thank you right now for this time that we do have to come together to be filled with your grace-filled, power-filled word, Lord. Lord, right now we just yield ourselves to you. We surrender ourselves totally to this moment, Lord. We give it to you. Help us to have ears that hear and hearts that receive. Father, we thank you for this time that was bought for us by the precious blood of our Savior, Jesus. And it's in his name that we give our thanks and our prayers. Amen. 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 Okay. So tonight's message is uh, something that, that it's, been, it's been active in my life for a while now. Um, it, it had a sort of a resurgence, if you will, a couple of months ago. The title of my sermon is, Who Hath Believed Our Report? Some of you who recognize that statement, that's, that, comes from, that comes from this here, Isaiah 53. Who has believed our report? And to whom has the arm of the Lord been revealed? You know, I like the way Isaiah starts this chapter. He starts it with a question, right? Who's, who's believed our report? And to whom has the arm of the Lord been revealed? So I want to answer the second part first. To whom has the arm of the Lord been revealed, right? The arm. What's the arm? The arm is his strength, right? That's, that's, that's symbolic language for the strength of God, right? The arm of God. To whom has it been revealed? You know what? If we back up just a few verses into the 52nd chapter... We'll see who got revealed to. The Lord has made bare his holy arm. That's it. In the eyes of all nations, everyone, right? All the ends of the earth shall see the salvation of God. Now, that salvation of God, that's, that's the absolute total restoration. That's not a, that's not a, well, a little here and there, you know, peace bill. No, that's the whole, the whole shooting match. Salvation means that we are healed mentally, physically, spiritually, emotionally. We have been restored. We've been redeemed. We've been brought back. So that's his salvation. I love this part here. It says, he's made bare his holy arm. What does that mean? He made bare his holy arm. You know what that means to me? That means he's rolled up his sleeves. Let's get it on. God's ready to go to work. There's an enemy out there who wants to steal truth from us. So God says, I'm rolling up my sleeves. I'm bearing my holy arm. In fact, both of them, I only need one to whip you. But, uh, but that's what he's doing there. He bears his holy arm, right? I love that, right? Now, this 52nd chapter of, of Isaiah, it's really talking about redeeming us. It's talking about redeeming Israel, the people of God. That's us, right? But it gives it sort of in general terms. When you get into the 53rd chapter, we start to get more specifics. 
right? It gets a little, it gets a little bit more specific. Here's what it does. He says, surely he has borne our griefs and he's carried our sorrows, right? Now that word grief, Sarah, you know, see, I put it in parentheses. The Hebrew word there means our sicknesses, not just our sin, but our sicknesses, our physical sicknesses, right? And he's carried our sorrows, our affliction, our pain, yet we seem stricken, smitten of God, right? He was wounded for our transgressions. That's our apostasy, our falling away, our separating ourselves from God. Pastor Poole gave me a book. It's called The 12 Steps for Christians. The first step, I love the first step. The first step says we admitted that we are powerless over the effects of our separation from God. He was wounded for our separation, for our apostasy, for our stepping away. And the chastisement of our peace was upon him. The beating that we should have taken, he took. And by his stripes, ah, we're healed. We're healed. We're healed in all departments, in all areas. In every, it's not just a partial thing. And we need to get that. We want to get that. You know what? Earlier this year, in January, I don't know what you would call it. Some sort of plague got on me. And, and, and uh, you know, here's the thing. When I came to this church, when I first came here, I learned about this supernatural healing that takes place, that should take place in the body of Christ. And I remember specifically talking to Pastor Alex about this. And one of the, he used to have a, a foundations meeting over in the next room. And uh, I talked to him about healing one time. I don't know if you remember this. He talked to a lot of people about a lot of things. But I said, well, I know this. The healing is spiritual. He says, oh, no. He goes, it's not just spiritual. It's physical as well. And I had to chew on that a little bit, you know. And, and, uh, and I have. I have. And, uh, you know, I, I began to see in the scripture where it says, we're talking about physical healing here. It's not just spiritual. Although spiritual, I mean, we're reborn. But our minds get renewed. We're, our, our emotions get repaired. Everything happens to us. Well, I'm learning about this healing. So you know what I learned how to do? I tell you what. I, uh, I, ha- I hate colds. Anyone, is anyone here like having the flu? Oh, yeah. <laughs> Nothing like the good old flu, right? I mean, just... You ever seen that commercial? I remember seeing a commercial where this, this, uh, there, there's some cold commercial, and this guy's picking up this pencil. He's sitting at his desk, and he's picking up the pencil, and the pencil is enormous. <laughs> he's trying to write with a pencil, right? And he picks up the telephone, and it's the same thing, the receiver. I mean, and, 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 and that's what it's like for me when I get sick, right? When I get the flu. You know when I get furious about that? It makes me mad. So I get introduced to this idea of supernatural healing or living in supernatural health, period. Don't even let it get near you. So I say, okay, I'm going to give this thing a shot. So I would begin to feel the symptoms of a cold or the flu, something bug coming on me. You know, my sinuses getting clogged up. You know, your chest starts to burn. And I just, you know what I do? I put my hand on my own face. Be removed. I cast you out. Be gone. I curse you in Jesus' name. And you know what? For nine years, 
I didn't have a cold or the flu. It would try to get on me. Amen. The most it ever lasted was, uh, you know, just a few minutes, really. But this last January, something happened. An arrow got through. <laughs> and I tell you what, when it did, I mean, I, 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 I knew, but, you know, it was a Wednesday night. Rose was up here preaching. And I'm sitting there next to my wife like I always do. And I've got this scratchy throat, right? And I know, okay, I've got this thing. It's, it's trying to come on me, right? And, and uh, so Rose says, hey, anyone needs, anyone needs a prayer for any reason? Come on up. You know, and I said, ah, I'll, I'll take care of it. <laughs> well, I've been doing that for nine years. It's worked great, right? Now, please understand, I'm not trying to say that God made me sick. But you know what, this time, I, I, you know what, I, I should, I think if I came up here, maybe it would have avoided all that mess. Because I tell you what, I, I, it hit me the next day I got up and I, oh man, I was in some bad shape. In fact, in fact, for about five days, I was almost helpless. I was so sick, there were people who were dying from, from what I had. You know, I, I know I don't look a day over 30, but I am 61. <laughs> And, and what are you laughing at? <laughs> People were dying from this thing, and I tell you what, it knocked me down. I couldn't. It, was, it took everything I had to get up to go to the bathroom. Everything. I couldn't sleep. I, uh, uh, for, for five days, I was totally out of it. It wasn't for my wife. I don't know what I would have done. A wonderful wife. Stand up and show them what a wonderful wife looks like. Come on. Come on. <laughs> Woo! He's one of them Proverbs wives. Can't remember what chapter, but I know it's... <laughs> Is it 32? I don't know. 32? 32? She nursed me through that. I tell you what, I was sicker than a dog. It took me another two weeks after that to come back here because it had wiped me out. And you know what? When I, when I, uh, people prayed for me and I needed them to because I couldn't pray for myself at that time. Thank God. You know, that's why we come together to church. Don't, we don't come here to keep God from hitting us with a bolt of lightning. We come here because, you know what? We encourage each other. We help each other. Sometimes we kick each other in the rear when we need it, you know? But we love together. We laugh together. We cry together. We do it all together. That's, that's why we come here. That's why we come. And people prayed for me. And you know what? I started coming around. I started coming around, and I'm, and I'm waking up, right? And I'm, I'm like, man, I'm mad. I'm mad. So you know what I did? I believe, I believe that the angels, the angels, they move at the word of God. And if I will speak the word of God, they move at that word. Understand that? So... I start to get my, I was literally, I mean, I, I couldn't think. But I begin to get my faculties back, right? And, and so this is what I did. I said, angel, I'm talking to my angel. I said, I want you to find that demon who did this to me. And you take as many of your friends with you as you need. And you bind that sucker. And you keep him until Jesus comes and deals with him. I'm mad. And you know what? I've been mad since. <laughs> and I intend to stay that way. I'm going to stay mad. 
My Bible says hate evil. No, I tell you what, I, 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 I don't wish that. I would rather have a broken leg than the flu. And I think, I think one of the reasons that that has worked so well for me is because I get so angry with it. I get mad at it. And I just, I'm not going to, I'm not, you know what? Alex, Pastor Alex was talking about it's a, it's a, it's a war of words. Is that, you said a war of words a week or two ago. It's a war of words. But our words are in control unless we don't speak them. So we have to declare these things. No, I am healed by the stripes of Jesus. Just like it says, I'm healed by his stripes. He took all of that. He took, the, he took the, the, the price for my evil, for my shortcomings, all that. He took it all, and, and, he, and he's made me healed completely. Not just mentally and emotionally, but physically as well. And I remember coming around, and I go into the office, and I talk to Pastor Poole, and I say, you know, John, I said, we, I says, you know, I, I, this happens to people. You get this uh, revelation, right? And God has spoken a word to you, right? And surely you must all get that same word, right? I mean, you, I've gotten it, so you must do it too, right? Well, I don't think so, I really. If I get a word, it's for me. If God tells you to do something a certain way, by golly, you better be doing it. But he didn't tell me. But in this case, I told Pastor Poole, I said, you know what? We can't have this. We can't have this kind of ignorance running around in our church where people don't understand the power that we should have, that we do have over sickness. The only reason that we don't have it is because of this. Isaiah asks, who's believed our report? What is the report? I just gave you the report. We're completely healed in every area of the department. Who's believed the report? The answer is, the only people who can believe the report are the people who hear the report. We've got to give that report constantly. It has to be a part of our culture amongst everything that we do. Relationship, doing life together. But this, this, as Christians, we have a certain identity that we need to follow. And we need to walk in that. We need to practice it. We need to stir it up. You know, I wouldn't... I, I, I knew about supernatural healing and all that. And I, would, I, I remember, you know, over the last nine years, people would get sick with a cold and I'd say, listen, you don't have to have that. And I would pray for them and they'd stay sick and I'd stay well. I, I was, that's half good, I guess. <laughs> I don't know what happened. But this time, boy, I'm like, I'm like boy, I'm, I am so angry. I'm not putting up with this. And I don't want to see this happen to anyone else. You, you guys, you know old Billy Graham had his Billy Graham crusade? You know, this, I'm on a crusade now. This is the Howie Melendez crusade. And if you get sick around me, you're getting prayed for. We're going to declare the healing power of the blood of Jesus over you. And that's what's going to happen. But you know what? Sometimes we don't see the healing. And we get discouraged. And we stop. We stop. We quit. We quit. We take our eyes off our goal and we just don't do anything. You know, there's a guy, there's a guy I love. This guy's name is Andrew Womack. Andrew says, you know what? He goes, he goes, people shoot at nothing and they hit it every time. I'm going to keep shooting at the ceiling. You know, I, I have to tell I have to be honest with you. Everything in my life, 
that is a physical issue, I don't seem to have complete success with. But I tell you what, if it's just getting rid of colds, I'll live with that. Thank you, God. I hate those things. But I think one of the reasons that it works so well is because I get angry about it, get mad about it. You know, Jesus, Jesus said, hey, from the days of John the Baptist until now, the kingdom of heaven suffers violence, and the violent take it by force. There's a war going on here. There's a war going on here. And if we don't open our mouths, which is how we win the war, then we get beat up. All right. So, now... Let's look at this. Jesus, whenever he entered into the villages, the cities, or the country, in other words, wherever he went, they laid the sick in the marketplaces, and they begged him that he might just touch the hem of that they might just touch the hem of his garment, and as many as touched him were made well. Simply by touching Jesus, these people were made well. The word well there is the word sozo in the Greek, it means complete restoration. They were made completely whole. They were put back together, nothing missing, nothing broken, as my brother Jeff likes to say. And, and it, so here's the thing. That was 2,000 years ago. How do we touch him now? How do you touch Jesus now? You know, I don't have it on the screen there, but John, the Gospel of John tells us in the 14th chapter, John chapter 14, verse 16 says this. Jesus is talking. He says, and I will pray the Father, and he shall give you another comforter, another intercessor, that he may, be, he may abide with you. He's going to live with you forever, right? Even the spirit of truth who the world cannot receive, because it seeth him not, neither knoweth him, but you will know him, for he dwells in you, and he shall be in you. I will not leave you comfortless, he says. I won't leave you orphans. In other words, I will come to you. You know, when he says here, he says, I'll pray the Father and he'll give you another comforter. The word another comes from the Greek word alos. That word means another one exactly like. What Jesus did was he left physically when he did, his spirit is what's here. He says, I'm not leaving you. He said it was, it was to our advantage that he go. Why is that? Because now he inhabits each individual believer. It's Jesus, wherever he went, wherever he went in, in, into the towns, into the cities, the villages, the country, and they mobbed him. We see that in scripture, right? But he could only be in one place at one time. Now his spirit dwells in each and every one of us as believers. The power that resided in Jesus Christ now resides in every single believer here. Amen. But if you don't know about it, if you haven't heard the report, how can you believe it? Now, I know we got people at different levels of various maturity in their Christian walk in here. Some of you, this may be brand new for you. Some of you, this may be review. Some of you may be saying, well, you're close, partner, but you're not quite right. <laughs> I've got the podium tonight, so you got to listen. <laughs> there you go. Yeah. So, Jesus sent us another one exactly like himself. 
right? So my question was, how do we touch Jesus? How do we do it? We do it the only way that there is possible, by faith. By faith. Ephesians chapter 3 tells us that, it reads this in the third chapter, it says that Christ may dwell in your hearts by faith. That's how, he, that's how he dwells in our hearts, right? That you being rooted and grounded in love may be able to comprehend with all the saints what is the breadth, the length, the depth, and the height. And to know the love of Christ. To know it. Knowing it which passes knowledge. Right? It's an experience. It's not something I read about. Knowing Christ. Experiencing him. Right? That you might be filled with all the fullness of God. If, you, if, if we were filled with the fullness of God and we're created in his image and his likeness, we'd be given the same power, the same dominion that Jesus was given. You know what? There shouldn't be a sick person in this room tonight. There shouldn't be. And we should all, we should all be laying hands on each other and speaking wellness over each other. All of us should be doing that. Not just the pastors, because sort of like Jesus, there's only so many pastors. There's a whole lot more of you than there is of staff. You're going to be in places I'm never going to be. Someone gets sick, someone says, hey, man, I'm feeling sick. Hey, let me pray for you, brother. Can I pray for you? People will get used to that. You know, i got a brother who's not necessarily a believer, but his wife's going in for some cataract surgery, and he's got some problems, and I said, I'll pray for you. He says, oh, I'll take all the help I can get, brother. He says, yeah, there ain't no atheists in foxholes. <laughs> yeah, I believe in Jesus now. <laughs> now, this phrase here, look at it, it says, Christ may dwell in your hearts by faith. Verse 18 says that you may be able to comprehend. Remember, I told you this is a war, right? This is a battle going on here. Satan wants to rob you of your health. He wants to rob you of the blessing of being a child of God, right? Now, that you may be able to comprehend a better translation, if you look, up, if you look these words up in the Greek language, it would, be, it, would, it would be closer to say it this way, that you may have full strength to take eagerly, to seize, to possess. This knowledge, right? This, the, the length, the breadth, the depth. It's a fight. You've got to take it. It's the word katalambano. In, in John chapter 12, it says that as many as received Christ to them, he gave the power to become the sons of God, the children of God. Okay? As many as received, the word received is lambano. It means to take. I mean, I'm going to take this. It's mine, baby. You. You know why you better take it? Because Satan wants to take it. Yeah. Oh, no, that Jesus said, maybe for them, but I saw what you did, and so did God. You ain't, you, you ain't getting in. No, I'm taking it. Amen. It's a fight. Amen. So that you may be able to comprehend, that you may be able to take what is yours. Seize your hands on what is yours so that you can know the breadth, the length, the depth, the height, to know the love of Christ. To be filled with all the fullness of God. Boy, that's off the charts. You guys with me? That's, that is, that is, that's incredible. That's incredible. So God can heal. He's a healer, right? He's a healer. We all understand that, right? But will he heal? Will he? Will he? Look at this. Now a leper. 
came to him. Those of you who don't know about lepers, lepers were, you know, a leper. For a leper to come in town, he would have to announce, unclean, unclean, back at this time when Jesus was around, right? And back through the Hebrew history. Unclean, you couldn't come into town, right? This leper comes in and he's imploring Jesus, right? He kneels down to him and he says to him, if you are willing, you can make me clean, right? If you're willing, right? Then Jesus moved with compassion. He stretched out his hand and he touched him and he said, I am willing. <laughs> Be cleansed. So God, can he heal? Absolutely. Will he heal? Absolutely. You know, a leper was an outcast. If you feel like maybe I'm not quite right, maybe I'm not quite good enough, maybe you don't know some of the stunts I've pulled, right? I'm like a leper on the inside. That healing stuff ain't for me. I don't deserve it. No, you're wrong. But here's what you got to do. Look what he did. The leper came to him imploring him. He kneeled down to him. He, he observed, he knew who Jesus was. This is the God man I'm standing in front of right now. And this guy has the power to heal me if he will. And he does, he, he's never expressing disbelief. He's saying, if you want to, you could. I believe you can do this. But will you do it for me, a leper? And he says, absolutely. You better believe I will. You better believe I will. So that was 2,000 years ago. Will he heal us today? Jesus ain't changed, not according to my Bible. <laughs> He's the same yesterday, today, forever. Always, right? Now, what we need to do is we need to become a living church. And we are a living church, but in order to stay alive, we have to keep giving the report. A living church is the church where the living Christ he lives and he walks, and what he does is through his members, he did the same thing that he did when he was here in the flesh. Amen. Through the body of Christ, the very same things that Jesus did when he was here on earth, he does through all of us now. Right. It's not just Pastor Alex or Pastor John or Pastor Howie or Harry or, or Brother Dan or Brother Rick or Brother John here. We, 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 all, we all have the privilege... You know what? I tell you what, when you heal somebody, it's, it's, it's an incredible thing. And don't, don't misunderstand. I'm saying we do the healing. But you lay your hands on somebody and you watch them get healed. And it's like, wow, man. You go, that's cool. That's cool. That is just, that's out of sight. My wife and I, we were at the prison. And there was a guy there in, this, in, in the, the um, medical. We went in there. We had TB shots. You have to get them read. Right? And this guy's there, he's got his leg up, and he's got a cast on it, and he's got a crutch there. And, and I'm like, I'm on a mission, and healing this guy is not part of the mission. And so I'm, I'm, I'm getting the nudge from God. I'm trying to ignore him because I'm busy, right? And Diane says to the guy, hey, what happened to you? He says, oh, I was playing basketball. He goes, I twisted it. It's worse than a break. He goes, and, and she said, does it hurt? Oh, it hurts. It hurts. I'm like, okay, God. <laughs> All right. So I asked the guy, he says, uh, you want that healed? <laughs> yeah, I want it healed, he says. I said, well, I says, um, 
do you know who Jesus is? He goes, yeah, I know who Jesus is. I said, all right. So I sit down next to him and I put his leg over my, over my lap. And I put my hand on his, on, his, on his ankle there. I don't know what I said. I don't remember verbatim. It's usually always about the same thing. Be removed. And I, I, I command the, the injury to, re, to release its grip on him. And to be removed. Be cast into the sea. Right? And this guy gets this grin on his face. <laughs> and I said, you feeling something? Oh, brother. I said, put your foot on the floor. He puts it down on the floor. And I go, how does it feel? He goes, I said, I said, get up on that foot, stand up. And he, well, he goes, okay, okay. So he stands up and he's like, oh. I says, jump around. This guy starts dancing in the medical, right? I'm like, I'm like, cool. All right, we gotta go. <laughs> he says to me, he says to me, that's crazy, man. I said, no, that's Jesus. That's who that is. That's who that is. Listen, I know I'm running towards the end here. I, I just get this mouth going. You know what, though? If, is, there, is there anyone in here right now who, who needs a healing? Is there something wrong with you? You know, some physical problem, mental, emotional, it doesn't matter what it is. You know what? The leper, he came to Jesus. He bowed himself to Jesus. You know how we do that now? We come up here to the altar. This is the altar area. If you, if you will step up here, and receive your healing, you'll get it. But you have to do a little something in order to get that healing. Amen. Here we have one. On. Anyone else? Who else needs to be healed? Whatever it is that you need, just stand here in a line here and face me. And I'm gonna, I've got some men here that, that they want to pray with us. Because they, 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 they all, we understand this power of Jesus to heal. Dana, I want you out of that chair. I want you out of that chair. I want you out of that chair. So now, here's what we're going to do. I'm just going to go down this line. I'm going to lay hands on you. And we're going to declare the healing power of Jesus to flow through you. You can start at that end over there, brother because it's going to take a little while. It looks like you can start in the middle. And we're just going to declare that Jesus is going to heal each and every one of the scriptures. Jesus is talking to his disciples and he says, hey, he says, listen, if you say to this mountain, be removed, be removed and be cast into the sea. And you don't doubt in your heart, but you believe what you say. It's on its way. You know, they were looking at the Dead Sea at that point. That, they were looking at the dead. You know what happens when you cast something into the Dead Sea? Yep, exactly. It dies. <laughs> and nothing lives in the Dead Sea. Dead Sea's dead. Right. I did a lot of studying about that place today. Yep. If you like salt, go to the Dead Sea. Okay. <laughs> so I just want to, I'm just going to declare healing over each and every one of you right now. In Jesus' name, Father God, right now, I just remove any injury, sickness, illness from my brother right now. And I declare the healing power of blood of Jesus to flow through you, my friend. And you as well. Right now, I just declare the healing power of Jesus flow through you. I, I, I remove any sickness that is on you. I cast it out right now. Right now in the name of Jesus. And I declare this healing blood flow through you and redeem you, restore you completely. 
Oh, yes. Praise God. Yes. I just declare healing flow through the both of you right now. The blood of Jesus redeems. Thank you, God, for these, these dear ones of faith. I, did, I just command anything that's in them that would harm them to loosen its grip now. Amen. And be cast into the sea of death. And be healed right now by the blood of Jesus. In Jesus' name, amen. Father God, right now, I speak to my brother right now, and I just declare that, that whatever it is that has its grip on him, it, it be removed right now. And I cast it out right now. And I declare that the healing power of Jesus flow through you right now, my brother. Right now, that you be redeemed. Right now, in Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. Dana, Dana. Dana, get up. Get up, Dana. Get up out of that chair. I command this that has this grip on you to let you go. Right now. I cast it out of you right now. And I declare the healing power of Jesus to flow through you. That you be redeemed, that you be brought back. We're not going to stop the fight. We're going to keep fighting. We're going to keep fighting. You fight. We'll fight with you. We believe with you. In Jesus' name, you're going to be out of that chair. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. Ah, ah, ah. ah it's your daughter. I'll pray for your daughter right now, Yeshana. Right now, and I just declare, I, I just command this sickness that has plagued her. I, I destroy it right now in the name of Jesus. I, I just cast it out, and I declare that he's healed her right now. He, she is healed right now in the name of Jesus. Right now, right now, the healing blood of Jesus flow through her. No pain. Restore her physically, emotionally, mentally, and mama too. I declare peace. To flow through each of you right now in the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus right now. <laughs> Father God, Lord, I just thank you for these dear ones that come and I speak to the, whatever it is that has this young one, this girl, our daughter, our sister. And I speak to whatever it is and I command it to loose its grip right now and I cast you out. In the name of Jesus, I command that you die. I curse you. And I declare by his stripes, you are healed right now. His blood heals you right now and restores you physically, emotionally, mentally, financially, in every area that you be redeemed right now by the blood of Jesus. In his name, I command these things. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. My friend. I love him. My name is Steve. Steve. Steve, right now, I just speak to this. This knee. Knee. It's knee. the knee, okay? The left knee, the right knee? Left knee. Left okay, knee. I commanded this knee. Right now, the injury in it, I, I curse it. I cause it to be removed right now by the words of God, the words of Jesus. I command the injury to be gone, and I declare the healing power of Jesus to flow through that knee right now. You are healed. You are healed by his stripes in Jesus. Move it. Move it. Let's see. Is it better? Better. No question. You know, one thing. Thank you for listening to the Praise Chapel Kingman podcast. We can't wait to see you next week.